Four and a half years ago, my wife Maggie and I decided to begin the process of adopting a child. We didn't yet have a biological child and, quite frankly, hadn't tried. But at that point in life, we felt like God was leading us to adopt before we had a biological child. Well, here we are, these four and a half years later, and there is no end in sight with our adoption. What initially projected to be an 18-month process has far exceeded that completion date. The journey, as you can probably imagine, has been replete with feelings that have spanned the entire gamut of the emotional spectrum. There have been mountains, and there have been valleys. There has been excitement and disappointment. There has been patience, and there has been discontentment. There has been hope, and there has been despair. We've dealt with new laws being passed, both in America and in other countries. These laws have slowed down the process. These laws have added extra financial burden. With the schedule of the waiting prolonged, we even decided to go ahead and try to have a biological child, the result of which is our wonderful two-year-old son, whom we named Paxton. We named him such because Pax is a Latin word meaning peace. Our desire was for him to be an agent of God's peace in the world. Little did we know what depths of God's peace he would provide for his very own parents. Pax has now been part of the adoption journey with Maggie and me for nearly half of the time we've waited. What was previously fraught with anxiety and worry and concern is now bathed with a patient knowledge of God's goodness and grace. This wonderful gift that God has given us along the way has completely altered our understanding of what it means to wait. In this season of Advent, we experience something quite similar in our anticipation of the coming of the Messiah. You see, in Advent, we don't just anticipate the coming of Jesus, the baby, but we also eagerly look towards Jesus' second coming when he will take us home to heaven. And that waiting is so similar. We know there will one day be an end, but we have literally zero idea of when that will be. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week or next month. <laughs> it could be years away still. But here's a neat reality for us to wrap our heads around as Christians. In the Bible, we are told of the people of God waiting on the promised Messiah. This eventually came in the form of Jesus. And there's also a second group who wait in the Bible. They wait on the same return of Jesus for which we still yearn, even today. We are numbered as part of that second group of people who are waiting. We are part of the waiting, the anticipation. So for now, we all wait with hopeful anticipation. Maggie, Paxton, and I wait on a baby that we know will one day come to be part of our family. And as Christians, we wait knowing that Jesus will one day come again. And even though the waiting is hard, and we might not always understand, agree with, or grasp God's timing, we wait. Why? Because God has literally fulfilled 100% of the promises he's ever made. We wait with joyful anticipation because although we don't know the day or the hour 
as we learn in Mark 13, 32 through 33, the entirety of our being trusts in God's faithfulness to deliver. So take heart, brothers and sisters, and in this season of anticipation, let's remember with gladness in our hearts that Jesus has already come and he will indeed come again.